Welcome to Health Queries, a podcast where your health questions are answered by faculty and experts in the Macquarie College of Health and Human Services at Missouri State University. I'm your host, Lauren Stockham, and today we are learning all about the Speech, Language, and Hearing Clinic on the Missouri State campus from three faculty who help run it, Lauren Jones, Sarah Jones, and Tara Edding. I'm Lauren Jones. I'm the clinic director, and I'm also a clinical assistant professor, and I'm a speech pathologist as well. All right, I am Sarah Jones. I'm a clinical assistant professor here within the audiology portion of CSD. I teach Introduction to Oral Rehabilitation. Um, I'm Tara Edding, and um, I'm a clinical professor here at Missouri State. And I, um, main part of my job is managing the preschool for the deaf and hard of hearing uh, within our clinic. And then I also teach practicum courses. Wonderful. Thanks for joining me, ladies. To start, can you give me an in-depth description of the three clinic programs, which for listeners who don't know what they are, that is speech-language therapy, audiology, and the preschool for the early intervention of the deaf and hard of hearing. So tell me a little bit about the day-to-day operations and the communities that you serve in each program. So I'll cover our speech-language therapy and evaluation services. We follow the academic calendar with our therapy services. So we have a fall session, a spring session, and a summer session. All of our therapy sessions and our evaluation services are conducted by graduate students under the supervision of licensed and certified speech language pathologists. Our therapy uh, clients will stay the same for each of those sessions. So students will work with the same clients for the semester and they usually see them twice a week throughout the semester. And then we have ongoing evaluation services throughout the semester as well, where an individual might come in for just one evaluation appointment. We serve uh, birth to geriatric. We have clients of all ages. So we'll have early intervention services, preschool services, school age students, and then we'll have um, adults as well for clients. We do have a few group services as well. We have some adult groups for cognitive and stroke rehab, and we have um, some English pronunciation services also for um, individuals interested in those services. Okay, so within the audiology uh, department here uh, at the professional building, we also serve pediatric and adult populations. We offer a diagnostic comprehensive hearing evaluation. We also have a full hearing aid dispensing program. We serve, uh, yes, we are happy to see our students and our faculty, but we also connect with the Springfield area. Um, Aside from the, or inclusive into the diagnostic portion of our testing, aside from evaluating hearing specifically, we do evaluate vestibular balance disorders, and we also conduct objective electrophysiological measures to further evaluate the auditory system whether that's as part of diagnosis or ruling out hearing loss for pediatrics or expanding upon our adult hearing evaluations. The group that the preschool serves is, of course, much uh, smaller. Uh, We serve uh, or provide specialized methods for children between the ages of three and five that have hearing loss. And this program, we serve oral 
uh, kids and manual uh, kids. So we serve children who um, speak and use their auditory development skills and then also uh, children who use sign language um, as their main mode of communication. Um, we serve children who uh, are in families uh, that are considered deaf culture families and then also hearing culture families. Um, we serve children with all different types of amplification and assistive listening devices. Part of the reason we have the preschool is of course for the community and the children, but also uh, for education of the deaf and hard of hearing uh, program that we have on campus. And so uh, our students can come and uh, learn how to provide these specialized methods to uh, young children with, with a hearing loss. It's specifically designed for this type of, of child um, and it provides intensive training on communication, auditory development, and early literacy. Uh, some of the other areas that we cover are social, emotional, behavioral, and self-help skills. Uh, we also address what well, we address all of these things in, in a specialized manner. So I hear a lot, uh, people will say, oh, it's the, the daycare. And it's it's very much not a daycare. It is, uh, it is a preschool. Um, we run four days a week and just in the mornings. And there are several schools uh, surrounding uh, Springfield that don't have this type of specialized training that we um, contract with. What is the advantage, so to the campus community and to the broader community, having these kinds of clinics on campus? We're really the only uh, education, the deaf and hard of hearing program in the state that has the comprehensive uh, approach to teaching children with a hearing loss. So again, you know, we work with all different types of children um, and not just specific uh, communicators. So um, that allows our students uh, that go through this program. And we also, um, this program also serves speech pathology students and audiology students in different ways. And that's one of my favorite things about the preschool is being able to bring in um, all three of these areas uh, to work with these, these children. Like I said before, it is uh, one of the only programs in the state, it's the only program in the state with comprehensive approach, but it's, um, there is another program in Springfield. So a lot of our children uh, go to the MSU program in the morning and then uh, go over to the Springfield program in the afternoon. And that dual uh, training is phenomenal for our kids to be able to get that in the morning and the afternoon, because when we get them, a lot of times they're um, pretty far behind. And so having those dual programs really helps to, to catch them up. Um, and again, the surrounding schools, a lot of them do not have specialized a preschool as we do. And so we love to contract with, with schools. And to take that thought just a little bit further, one of the relationships that we have that the clinic has with Springfield Public Schools is contracted educational audiology services. So myself and um, Dr. Boyce, we visit the schools as early uh, with the early childhood center all the way up through um, K through 12. And it's a great opportunity for those students to have access to audiology services on campus while attending school. And also for our students who join us for as a clinical practicum offsite experience. So 
the professors go, the students go, and we serve the uh, students in the Springfield Public School area for audio, educational audiology services. Um, the other outreach effort that we've, we've made with Springfield and surrounding areas is that our services that we offer, there is no charge for those services. So we definitely have um, been a bridge and given an opportunity for our adults or pediatrics to have access to hearing healthcare. And on the um, speech therapy side, I think there's a lot of mutual benefits. So the, the community, I think, benefits from having another place that provides speech language therapy services. I know there are waiting lists almost everywhere in the community for those therapy services. So um, us being able to offer that um, to the community also at no charge um, is a benefit, but our students benefit as well. Our graduate students in speech language pathology are earning clock hours towards their certification. So they um, get to gain experience here with just such a wide variety of disorders and diagnoses and ages. And so I just think there are a lot of mutual benefits and we, we benefit from being part of this community. And I think the community benefits from having us here to serve. I love that. And my next question was about the role that students play, but I think you all have touched on it. Was there anything else that anybody wanted to add there? I may not have. I think I spoke specifically about our offsite. Um, as with EDHH and SLP, audiology is functions in the same manner as, as there is part of their graduate coursework is to have clinical practicum experience on site here on campus. So when we're seeing our patients, there's always a student, at least one student, if not two in audiology that's present and preparing for the appointments and engaged in interacting with the patients and the clinical experience as well. What is your favorite thing about working in the clinic or working with the people and the students in the clinic? Well, that's easy for me, and I think I already touched on it, but uh, collaboration, I have, I love that when I worked in the public schools many, many years ago, and um, I, I love it here. It's so easy uh, here because I have speech pathologists down the hallway uh, to get information from and to help me learn different things, and then audiologists are, are down the other hallway um, to, to learn from them as well. So any, any chance that I get to learn from my colleagues or even students in the other areas and then vice versa uh, is just um, just very, very rewarding and is it's always like an annual bonus uh, for me. I would further that. I feel the same way. It's, it's a really cool place here. I love that our department has all three disciplines. And one of the things that I enjoy so much is seeing the interactions between the patients in the community and the students. It's um, it's really, I love watching the students grow and develop and their clinical experiences, um, but the patients coming from the community enjoy it as much. It's, I, I'm a piece of it and I love being able to facilitate and guide that, um, but it's so rewarding seeing those interactions between the students and the community and building those relationships. Yep, I, I will just echo all of that. I think um, even within our disciplines, I love that we have three disciplines in this clinic, but even within our disciplines, everybody has specializations and 
experiences that they bring from their um, experiences prior to coming to the university setting. So we have a lot of individuals with clinical specialties that, that we can all learn from, but also that dynamic of the students watching them grow in their clinical skills and then sending them out to be members of the community as well eventually. And then former students becoming supervisors to our students that are then out in the community. It's just very rewarding to watch that circle, circle of clinical life, I guess, um, take place. So that's what I love. I love that. Your passion is very evident and it's obvious that you love Missouri State and all of your programs. So with that being said, what makes each program unique? What's keeping you here doing your particular work? Well, my favorite part about it is our educational philosophy, like I talked about before, our comprehensive approach. Um, I think it's really important uh, for our students to have the experience of working with any type of child that has uh, a hearing loss. Um, and, you know, and that's along that same line, we're also, you know, a program that only offers this type of a comprehensive approach to the community. Um, we work with other schools work, you know, we get a lot of referrals from uh, the Moog Center in St. Louis and uh, that's nice too. Kansas City, uh, we get referrals from, from them as well. Um, and uh, I, I just really am passionate about just that challenge of any child who who kind of walks through the door because that's really what public school is like uh you know we can't turn those kids away um so whatever child walks through the door we need to serve them to the best of our abilities and i think our program helps uh to do that um i would definitely say i'm motivated on a daily basis from the students we're very fortunate to have great undergrads and graduate students and their level of energy and just I feed off of that so they get excited I get excited we're all excited so that definitely has um, it, it's very motivating to continue and want to be a part of the program and do everything that we can do for the community for the patients that we serve as and, and is also contributing to the students overall education yeah I agree I think just the the relationship of the students, the clients, the you know everyone that we're kind of able to to help collaboratively, our our three disciplines are helping professions, um, and so they definitely we attract a certain type of of student. I think that is just you know they're they're really nice to be around. They they really want to help um, in in all of these areas. So it's really motivating to be able to support them as they refine those clinical skills, learn the, the knowledge that they need to go and help. So they're, they're motivated to help and that makes it um, worthwhile, I think, to be there. Great. Wrapping up here, how does a potential patient access each clinic? Sure. So they would just begin by contacting the clinic and then um, you know, through an intake process, we would determine what services they were interested in and whether there would be an evaluation recommended before they start those services or whether we'd be able to schedule them right away. 
uh, the preschool only serves certain ages. So, so sometimes, you know, people will want to express interest um, before their preschool age and they can get connected with Tara that way to kind of be on that waiting list for when they're old enough. Um, the, the preschool has tuition, but we offer a sliding scale for the preschool. And then our um, audiology and speech treatment and evaluation services are no fee, but there is a charge for hearing aids and um, yeah, items like that. As I mentioned with our speech services, we operate on a semester schedule. So, so there are sometimes periods in the semester where we're waiting to schedule for our next semester, but they would begin by just calling the clinic and starting the intake process with the front office. Wonderful. Thank you for that. The clinic is such a great resource that we have here on campus. I'm out of questions. So is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap everything up? Um, I'll jump in here. Along the lines of the cost, I, I get a lot of uh, people who say that um, they're afraid to contact us about our preschool services because there is a tuition. Um, it really, uh, for especially for what uh, a child gets here, they get uh, speech language uh, services on top of that, oral habilitation, again, an audiologist down the hall if any type of amplification or assistive listening device is not working. Um, and so really the tuition is, is um, very, very reasonable. And like Lauren said, there is a, a sliding fee scale. So we've had families that, you know, haven't had to pay anything at all. Um, and then, we, you know, we get a scholarship uh, from time to time from our uh, sign language club uh, in our department. And so that can help uh, some families as, as well. So I encourage anybody who would like to um, come to our preschool or just wanna learn more about it to not let that tuition scare them away. So, and then I had one more thing that's off topic uh, there. In the last um, several years, we have found that our preschool also uh, serves children who are three to five who don't have a hearing loss but ha live in a family uh, of hearing loss. So have a, a mother and father and siblings who have a hearing loss. And those, you know, are called children of, of deaf adults. Uh, so their first language is often American Sign Language and English is not their first language. And so we have had uh, a couple of children um, that fit that category that have thrived in our preschool and have then transitioned into a hearing preschool much better. So we, we also offer that as well. Perfect. Thank you all so much for joining me and telling me about the clinic. I, well, I very much appreciate you having us here today. Thank you for yes. letting us talk about the clinic today. <laughs> yes, I, I say the same thing. Thank you. Join us back here next month as we take another dive into your health questions and interests. For more information on the Macquarie College of Health and Human Services, visit missouristate.edu slash mchhs and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at MSU MCHHS.